Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hi, this is Allison Flom. Welcome back to Erased, the murder of Elma Sands. In our last episode, Colden stumbled upon a massive discovery. Aaron Burr's company owned the well where Elma was killed, and his good friend Ezra Weeks, brother of the accused, is the person who built it. So the Manhattan well didn't have clean water, but it was a very convenient place for the Weeks brothers to dispose of a body. In December 1799, the Lispinard Meadows were just icy, snowy, desolate hills. There was nothing there except the Manhattan well. So it kind of makes sense that no one thought to look there for Elma until January 2nd, 1800. In this episode, we learn what happened on that day, the day Elma's body was found. The first witness is James Lent, who witnessed witnessed her body body being dredged from the well. I didn't witness. I helped. Sure, he helped. I I don't know. It all happened so fast. Walk us through the events of that day, Mr. Lent. I was having lunch at Andrew's house. We try to have men's lunch once a week, you know, without our wives. Time for just men. This is top three best sauces that you've ever made. I'm getting good at seasoning, right? Oh, so sorry to budge in, boys. Joseph? Elias? What's wrong? We're in crisis. We need supplies. Hi, I'm James. Supplies for what? I'm Joseph Watkins. This is Elias Ring. Hooks? Holes, whatever you have, Andrew. What's all this for? Can I help? Do you scare easy? We need rope, too. Yes, all, all that. I got you. We're going to the Lispinards. That's William Blank, Andrew's son, the little boy Colden wasn't allowed to question in the previous episode. His dad, Andrew Blank, was having lunch with James Lent on January 2nd, 1800, when Elias Ring and Joseph Watkins barged into the house asking for supplies. Andrew, I didn't know your kid was here. Say hi to our guests, William. Mr. Watkins, Mr. Lent, Mr. Ring, good day. Uh, Where are you guys going? All right, here's what I got. All this. 
Dad, Dad, are you leaving me home alone? Can you hand me that rope, James? Just for a little while, kiddo. We have to run to the Lispinards. Oh, the Lispinards! That's fun, that's fun! I want to come. C can I come, Dad? This will not be fun, William. It's not for kids, William. Wait, wait what's at the Lispinards? Okay, look, I am almost 13, and I am really brave. I will not ask any questions or be distracting. I will be silent. This is grown-up stuff, bud. Please! I'll carry the poles, or, or, or that bag of hooks and spikes, no, maybe? Get your jacket. Is that a yes? No, Andrew, don't bring the kid. I can come! Yes, okay, 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 I love you, I love you, I love you. And so they went. Like a tragic little parade, these guys went with all their gear to the Lispinards. Elias Ring, Joseph Watkins, Andrew Blank, Little William, and this guy, James Lind. We were, I can't stress this enough, we were extremely careful. Loosen the rope. On this side. Attach it there. This pole is heavy. Oh. Lower the hook when we see. We go right there. Oh, that's a... What? I don't... I don't see. That's her dress. That, 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 that's just something blue, Elias. It could be anything. Hold on. Mr. Watkins, the other pole. Step back, Elias. That's an arm! Dude, Mr. Ring. It's her. I need a better grip. Move, Elias. It's Elma's arm. I can't look. William, the rope. I, I got it bad here. Back up, back up! Hoist mm. on three. Three. Two. One. Pull! <laughs> It was the worst thing I've ever seen. Her body. God. She was gray and bloated and all bruised up. Her hair, she was... She was eviscerated. I didn't even know the girl, but... My heart shattered when I saw her. And what about her clothes, Mr. Lent? What was the state of her clothes? Oh, a mess. She had no shoes on, and her stockings were shredded like she'd been dragged. And the, the worst was... I, I can't say it. Mr. Lint, the worst was what? Please say everything you remember, Mr. Lint. Elma's dress was ripped open above the waist. Her breasts and stomach were exposed. Elias started crying when he saw her like that. Oh, dear God. Set it, set it down on my jacket. Here. Get her feet, Watkins. Uh, careful. Careful. Just like that. One, two. God. Elias. Uh, Elma. What can we do for you, buddy? Anything you need, Mr. Ring. Should we get you home or go get your wife, maybe, to comfort you? Don't touch me. Just get him to find that monster. What? What did you say, Elias? Find whom, Elias? We'll do it. Levi. Go to the police and tell them to bring Levi Weeks here. Now! So Elias Ring's immediate thought when he saw Elma's eviscerated corpse was Levi Weeks. James Lent was just trying to help in the wake of this chaos and tragedy, so as instructed, he went to find the nearest constable. And the two of them looked for Levi. 
not to arrest him or anything, just to give him the tragic news. We checked the boarding house first. Good afternoon. Is uh, Levi Weeks here? What's going on, officers? Is is Mr. Weeks around? He absolutely is. Can you get him, please? Mm-hmm. Hey, Levi! You got some friends here! Uh, Mr. Weeks, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but uh, we have some tragic news. Oh, um, is this about Elma? Uh, yes, as, as a matter of fact, it is about Elma Sands. Um, this is hard to say, but... Um, I'm so sorry, Mr. Weeks. Elma was found dead about half an hour ago. In the well? Um... How did you know? Was it the Manhattan well that they found her in? Right. So as soon as Levi saw the constable, he assumed that Elma was dead. And then he knew exactly where her body was found. This was almost such a pivotal moment in this trial. But shocking as it is, Colden let it go. He didn't ask James Lent any follow-up questions about that interaction. And the defense lawyers, of course, didn't ask him anything either. So they all kept going. And again, Levi couldn't testify in this trial, so no one could ask him how he happened to have all the details of the crime before anyone else. Maybe he just guessed? Or maybe he knew? We'll never know. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks. Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Colden called Joseph Watkins to the stand. Watkins was Catherine and Elias's next-door neighbor, one of the group of men who dredged Alma's body from the well. What happened after James Lent went to find Levi? I stayed at the well, 
Elma was laid out on my jacket. A crowd started to gather around her body right away. The Lisbonade's usually empty in January, so people saw commotion and everyone wanted to see. And when people came over and saw Elma's body, what were the reactions? Mostly people were thanking God that the mangled corpse wasn't their wife or daughter. The sun went down, it got colder, and the crowds dispersed. And then, Mr. Watkins? And then, Catherine Ring insisted they bring her home. The body, I mean. Catherine said she wouldn't go home without Elma. Did you help bring Elma's body back to Greenwich Street? I did, sir. Everyone expected services and a burial the next day. But instead, Catherine put Elma's body on display. Right outside the boarding house. Catherine displayed Elma's body just the way it was found in the well, battered and broken, for anyone to come see. Elma's mangled corpse represented the public's worst nightmare at this point, an awful, grim idea of something unfathomable that had just become fathomable that could happen to anyone. And this was a time of hopefulness in America, a brand new century, a new country full of like possibility and hope. People weren't supposed to die like this. People didn't kill each other, especially young girls, like this. It didn't make sense, and that stressed everyone out. And Catherine Ring knew that the public conscience was a powerful thing. Catherine showed them a brutally beaten girl, her cousin, her best friend, saying, whoever did this to her is still at large, and you should care, and you should be scared. And suddenly, everyone did care, and everyone was scared, and everyone knew about Elma Sands because of Catherine. And inside the house... Catherine? Catherine! Catherine! What is wrong with you? There are 500 people outside on the front lawn. More, actually, maybe a thousand. What are you doing? Making tea, Levi. People are sketching Elma for the newspapers. Our our friends are out there. Everybody is talking about it. Yeah, I know. This is the most hysterical, psychotic, irrational thing any woman has ever done in the history of women. I got everyone to pay attention. Catherine, please bring Elma inside now. I'm very uncomfortable. My dentist is out there. I don't care about your dentist. I've never even been to a dentist. Am I a doctor? No, I'm a dentist, which is harder. This witness, Dr. Richard Skinner, a very proud dentist, served on the coroner's jury for this case. The coroner's jury was an informal group who examined Elma's body and declared her death a murder in the first place. And that's so important. We'll get back to it later. But Colden counted on the dentist's observations here to end the suicide theory and solidify once and for all that Elma was, without question, murdered. Dr. Skinner, you saw Elma's body outside the boarding house, right? No, everybody in New York saw it. But you saw it up close? Yeah, sure did, sir. I can't unsee that. Tell the jury what you saw, Dr. Skinner. Like an autopsy report. All right, so I've read a lot of autopsy reports. I've never done one, of course. I couldn't examine the whole body. What was I going to do? Grab a dead girl's boobs right in front of everyone? Uh, please excuse the doctor's tone. I think you mean the dentist. This is just how he talks. Elma looked like she was killed by somebody who really, really wanted her out of the way. 
Dead, I mean. You know, she was dead. She was like really, really dead. So Elma was killed by someone who knew her personally, right? Nobody would murder a stranger, especially a girl with such vigor. Objection, conjecture. Dr. Skinner, describe what you saw, not your interpretations. What I saw, Your Honor, was a mangled corpse. You know, the same thing the paper said. She was weathered like a rag doll. What about the wounds, Dr. Skinner? Describe them, please. The first thing I noticed were the spots. What kind of spots? Spots on her neck, Mr. Colden. Very specific spots. A row of four bruises. Red, brown, reddish, brownish, purplish, I'd say. That, that, that seemed to be created by fingers. And in your opinion, Doctor, could someone inflict wounds like this on their own body? Oh, no way. Elma was choked. Somebody dug their fingertips into her neck. Yeah, and I'll tell you, folks, the defense's theory that Elma could have strangled herself, then thrown her own body into the well, it's delusional. It's ridiculous to me. Objection! It's ridiculous to me, too, Doctor. Elma Sands did not commit suicide. Nothing further. Okay, Dr. Skinner. Yes, Mr. Burr. But you're not a doctor, right? So I'll call you Dentist Skinner. I am a doctor, Mr. Burr. Not in the traditional sense. Classic Aaron Burr. Why discredit the argument when you can discredit the witness themselves? What are all the possible injuries that may result in reddish, brownish, purplish marks on the neck? All the possible injuries? Yes, list them, please. I couldn't list all of them. Right, because you're a dentist. Proudly, Mr. Burr, but nobody could list all the possible causes. This is not a credible witness, Your Honor. I'm the lifeblood of American mouths. Dentists are extremely important to the medical field. I quite literally help people smile. My witness is describing what he saw on the court. He's making interpretations, and the defense has nothing further for the dentist. Thanks. Okay, fine. I'll call my next expert witness, Your Honor. Co-founder of Bellevue Hospital, Princeton graduate, esteemed for his cutting-edge sudorific treatment of the yellow fever, Dr. David Hosek. As you can tell, Colden was pretty hyped to have this guy testify for him. David Hosek was a huge deal. He'd go on to be that doctor who attended to Hamilton after Burr fatally shot him in their 1804 duel. But at the time of this trial, Hozak was a celebrity doctor. He was young and handsome and a close personal friend of both Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton, who up to this point had never shot at each other, though they probably thought about it. Oh, what? Dr. H? Hozak? You didn't tell me you'd be here. I was on a confidential witness list, gentlemen. You sly dog. <laughs> You've been here all day. I've been sitting in the back. Slow burn so far, huh? The prosecution is taking its sweet, tragic time. Yeah, I thought we'd be getting out of here. We did too, trust me. Uh, Dr. Hosack, please approach the stand. It's so good to see you, man. Did you, uh, sort out your, uh, situation? <laughs> I have no situation. Wait, so you three are friends? David Hosack saved Philip's life when he was 15. I'm sorry, who's Philip? Alexander's son. Even I know that. Greatest doctor in New York City right here, folks. Mr. Colden, the court is standing by for your witness. I called Dr. Hosek already, sir. I'm waiting for him to finish socializing with the defense lawyers. Sheesh. We'll catch up later, Doc. All right, let's get this show on the road. Dr. Hosek, will you be able to be impartial here, given your friendship with my opponents? I'm a professional, Mr. Colden. Good. 
So my colleagues, your friends, will find your testimony unimpeachable. Let's start with Mr. Burr's unanswerable question. What are all the injuries that may result in reddish, brownish, purplish marks on the neck? Oh, I'd say opium overdose, strike by lightning, arsenic poisoning, obesity. Dr. Hosack, you saw the wounds on Elma Sands' neck up close, right? Yeah, I did. And you think a row of four small circular bruises could have been caused by an opium overdose or a lightning strike? I'm saying it could have been anything. The injuries were unclear. But the injuries were definitely the result of violence, right? Violence in the broad sense, yes. A violent effort by another person to make Elma stop breathing. Is that correct? Interpretation. I'll rephrase. Is it correct that another person broke Elma's neck? Probably, yes. So she could not have committed suicide if another person broke her neck, right? That is a correct statement, Mr. Colton. So, if Elma did not commit suicide, she died by strangulation. And if the defendant was the last person to see Elma alive, then he clearly strangled her. What more proof do we need? Objection! Objection! Thank you, Dr. Hosack, for proving that Elma was murdered. Nothing further. Defense counsel, any day now for your cross-examination. We're good, Your Honor. Wait, what? You're good, Mr. Burr? The defense counsel does not wish to cross-examine Dr. Hozak, Your Honor. We're good to keep going. All right, then. Dr. Hozak, please step down. So, Dr. Hozak was definitely a twist for the defense lawyers. Hamilton and Burr were not expecting their friend to testify for the prosecution. So they chose not to cross-examine him. Maybe because they didn't know what he'd say. All right, who's next, Colden? Uh, well, that's all I've got, Your Honor. That's all my witnesses. Besides, it was their time to shine. Oh, well then, Mr. Burr, Mr. Hamilton, you're up. Uh, A case for the defense begins now. Gentlemen of the jury, hello. The real attorneys will take it from here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your opening statement, Mr. Burr. I want these jurors to know they're heroes. Gentlemen, you are the new system. You are justice. You are grace. We love you. We really do. You've listened to 14 hours of testimony that consisted of, let's be honest, purely circumstantial evidence. Your patience is admirable. Thank you. I'll just say one thing. When Catherine Ring put the victim's corpse on display, she made it impossible for you to come in here impartial today. She inflamed public opinion against my client. If you've been in New York in recent months, you've heard nasty rumors about Levi Weeks. Thus, Levi is at an unfair disadvantage here. Objection. Not during an opening statement, Colden. Look at this young boy before us. Gentlemen, Levi Weeks is an honest, promising, innocent architect who fell for the wrong girl. We can all relate to that. Elma Sands was destitute and talentless, dependent on the rings, then Levi for survival. Whether she ended her own dismal life or somebody helped her do it, perhaps we'll never know. But Elma's death had nothing to do with Levi Weeks and everything to do with her toxic home environment. We'll call our first witness. So the defense calls this kid Ezra Lacey, who briefly boarded at 208 Greenwich Street. Mr. Lacey, after the victim's body was found, how did people treat Levi Weeks? Leading the witness. How did people act towards Levi? Oh, mean, hostile. He became a social pariah because, you know, everyone thought he killed Elma. So he started hiding, staying at his brother's house most nights, not coming around Greenwich Street very much. So he was paying rent at the boarding house, but he wasn't welcome there? Uh, he, he was welcome, but you know, no one was going to talk to him or, or look him in the eye. How would it feel, Mr. Lacey, if nobody would look you in the eye? So Lacey told the jury about Elias Ring, the drunk landlord of the boarding house, specifically about an interaction that he had with Elias after Elma's body was found before Levi was arrested. Lacey, have you seen Weeks? Mm, I haven't seen Levi in about a week, actually. Good. Maybe he's dead. I don't think he's dead, sir. Well, I hope. He never shows his hideous face in my house again. Well, his trunks are still upstairs. I hope he gets his trunks out of here and then he never shows his hideous face in my house again. If I ran into Levi Weeks in a dark alley, do you know what I would do? I'd look him in the eye and then I'd put a bullet in his chest. Pop! That's terrifying. Elias Ring sounds like a dangerous man. Objection. 
Dangerous? Yeah. Speculation, Your Honor. My husband is not dangerous. He's unsteady and he drinks. Mr. Colden, say something. The live stream can't drink. He's Quaker. Uh, you know, some Quakers drink, but... Uh... This is all very helpful, Mr. Lacey. Mr. Colden, they're making Elias sound terrible. None of this is right. Yes, Your Honor, persecuting Elias Ring is unreasonable and irrelevant in the case against Levi Weeks. We just heard that Elias Ring threatened Levi. So? He was home at the time of the murder. That's an alibi. Colden's so proud he knows the word alibi. <laughs> but Colden was right. The defense lawyers were running an elaborate distraction to turn heads away from their client towards Elias Ring. And yes, Elma's uncle Elias was drunk and unpredictable and potentially really dangerous. But people saw him at home the night of the murder. He could not have killed Elma. Mr. Lacey, how did Elias Ring act towards Elma? Oh, obsessed with her in a bad way. We're still on this Elias thing? Elias Ring smothered Elma. Yes, he smothered her. He made her life completely miserable. Elma couldn't bear to live under Mr. Ring's control anymore. So she took her own life to escape the horrors of 208 Greenwich Street. So the defense's case relied on two things, besides distracting the jury as much as they possibly could with tangents. One, the idea that Elma had this depressing, miserable life and ended it herself that night. And two, the characterization of Levi as an upstanding citizen who was smart and promising and needed a new start, unburdened by the death of his former lover and this scandal that has unfairly attached to him. We're excited to see Levi walk out of here a free man in a few hours. The defense calls... Your Honor, we've been sitting here for 14 hours already. Counsel, your witness. The jury requests an adjournment. An adjournment? Can you imagine? We're in the middle of winning this case. You can't interrupt us. Relax, Mr. Burr. Gentlemen, sit up. Power through. We need to sleep, Your Honor. Your Honor, come on. How would an adjournment possibly work, Your Honor? I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about it, sir? What about our witnesses, sir? Constable? Uh, yes, Your Honor. If we adjourn, where could they sleep? All of the jurors, Your Honor? Hold on, Your Honor. We're about to exonerate Levi Weeks. There's no way. Well, we'd have to keep them sequestered. Oh, what do you mean sequestered? I, I can't go home? My wife will hate this. We're in the middle of a murder trial. The jurors clearly can't go anywhere. Where can 12 men sleep comfortably together in New York City on short notice? And of the many unprecedented elements of these proceedings, this one might be the most bizarre. There had never been a court case this contentious, with this much drama and debate that would require another full trial day. Um, uh, it's 2.30 a.m., Your Honor. I, I don't... Just put them in the picture room, okay? That, that feels right to me. Are we really adjourning, sir? This wasn't the plan. Constable, can you get the jurors some refreshments? Um, sure. All right, then. The court adjourns until 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. We'll finish hearing the defense's case and come to a verdict. Your Honor! So at the end of day one, everybody went home except the jurors who slept on the floor of a room in City Hall, eating whatever snacks the court officials could procure. And just to really illustrate this, folks, these jurors were like Manhattan's elite merchants and politicians and bank trustees and businessmen. It was truly a jury of Levi Burr and Hamilton's peers. Right now in New York City, the guys that served on this jury have streets and monuments named after them. Their legacies are alive and well. 
But the night of March 31st, 1800, they all slept together on the floor for six or seven hours before reporting back for jury service the next morning. It's hilarious. Sweet dreams, everyone. Meanwhile, Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton probably didn't sleep. They were probably preparing for their lineup of all-star witnesses the following morning. They also convinced one of Colin's key eyewitnesses to change their entire testimony overnight. In the next episode, the defense attorneys come out swinging. This is Erased. Stay with us. Erased, the murder of Elma Sands, is a production of Lunch Plans and Lava for Good Podcasts in association with Signal Company Number 1. The show is narrated, written, and produced by me, Allison Flom. It stars Allison Williams as Catherine Ring, Tony Goldwyn as Alexander Hamilton, Barry Sheck as Aaron Burr, and Jason Flom as Judge John Lansing. Our executive producers are Allison Williams, Jason Flom, and Kevin Wardis. This show is produced by Goldhawk Productions. The show is sound designed and mixed by Steve Bond. The music is composed and performed by Sasha Putnam. The producer for Goldhawk is Andy Goddard, with production management from Emma Hearn. The executive producer for Goldhawk is John Scott Dryden. You can listen to every episode of Erased, The Murder of Alma Sands, right now, ad-free, by subscribing to Lava for Good Plus on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow the show on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Lava for Good. And for more information on this story, plus a complete list of our incredible cast, visit lavaforgood.com slash erased. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.